Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everybody? Tobin here with you. A uh, little Tobin's Fight Show edition. Uh, to recap everything that went down yesterday at the uh, at Hard Rock Stadium, you had uh, Logan Paul against Floyd Mayweather Jr. in an exhibition Showtime boxing card. Uh, my co-host and I, Leroy Horde, on the morning show, we were there. We were in the flesh. We were there, record, uh, you know, taking in the festivities, I guess, if you will. And, uh, you know, just thought I'd get on here and, and give my thoughts on, uh, on what went down. We talked about it a little bit this morning um, as far as everything went down. And so, uh, you know, I just thought I'd give because normally I get, you know, to do my solo fight stuff uh, on the weekends. But it was an odd one where we actually had a fight day on a Sunday. So I wanted to get one up uh, of these as well for uh the the podcast listeners the youtube listeners we previewed a lot of it al bernstein uh previewed the card and all that stuff so appreciate all that from them but um you know like look my overall scope of it and you guys know this if you listen to this show is i watch everything i'm into every kind of level i don't put myself uh, above or beneath any type of uh fight combat event i mean i've been to you know regional shows from bare knuckle to boxing to mixed martial arts i've been to the biggest events and 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 you know the ones that have tons of coverage this one added a ton of coverage this week i talked about this a little bit on the uh on on the uh leading podcast previewing the show just how much media was in town for this and uh so much so i wasn't even thinking i was like once i once we got our credentials approved i was like i'm probably we're probably going to be in the press box again for this not ringside just because of how much media there was and that's what it turned out to be uh same thing as it was for the canelo fight but you know i think uh i come away with it with a couple of things uh, cuz we'll pop right into the floyd mayweather thing and i'll dive into some other stuff i think that overall i, I come away with it is i think we got a pretty decent like five rounds of action as far as like you knew that Logan Paul was going to go in there, he was going to have his best stuff for probably about a couple rounds. Round three, Floyd was going to start, you know, picking him up, and then round four or five, it was going to be, uh, it was going to be, you know, probably him going for broke to get Logan out of there. And I think he tried. I really do. I do think that that Floyd was going there, and and he hit him with some flush stuff, um, and that he was able to pop Logan with some some stuff that he didn't see coming. Um, you know, Logan was not returning much fire. He was missing a ton. And the the one thing that probably stood out from, I think, a 
from a from a fan's perspective of, of disappointment because I, I imagine most sporting fans who go into this are rooting for Floyd Mayweather to win, which is an odd thing because normally people are going in this wanting Floyd to lose. But one, I think, you know, age and time away, you know, makes you romanticize the athlete a little bit more. You appreciate his greatness a little bit more. And also, I just think that for the for whatever you want to call the sanctity of boxing, like people were looking for him to win. And uh, I certainly, you know, I certainly went into this thinking that Floyd was going to win and win easily, you know, knowing that there are no technically no winners, but there could be knockouts. But I even thought Floyd was going to be able to stop Logan Paul pretty easily. I thought that and it wasn't like I didn't think he was going to get face plan on the canvas. I just thought that Logan Paul was going to eventually either take a body shot or too many shots that a referee was either going to step in or he was going to keel over or something to that effect. I thought it was just going to be from, from, you know, like attrition and that didn't happen. You know, like Floyd gave it, I think a good college try for like a couple of rounds to really get Logan out of there. Uh, and I granted Logan went and he, and he was tying Floyd up basically from six, seven and eight, especially seven and eight to, um, to really, not put himself into danger. I don't think that he had any return fire. You even heard his trainer going into the last round. How they were talking about uh, the um, just the idea of, hey, we're one away from doing it. You know, just going the distance, which is kind of a far cry from the uh, from the pre-fight buildup of just, hey, we're going to we're going to knock Floyd Mayweather out. We're going to shake up the world. And he did. He was able to go the distance. And I will say for from Logan's perspective, uh, I, you, you do give him credit because it looked like it did look like he was going to wilt away, um, about halfway through that fight that he was no shot in hell. He was making it through. You can call it dirty tactics. You can call it, uh, hugging a hug fest certainly, but he found a way to, to get to the final bell. I think from Floyd's perspective, I do think that there was a level of him that was disappointed, uh, in his performance. And I think a couple of things, one, is that he said this was going to be super easy and that it wasn't going to be any challenge at all and that he could do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And that wasn't really the case. And what I mean by that, it's not that he wasn't absolutely schooling him from this part of Logan Paul couldn't touch him that he was in front of him. But from an offensive standpoint, which Floyd has never been, um, you know, he wasn't able to get Logan Paul out of there. I think he gave it, a, he gave it and revved up the engine a little bit more. But he wasn't able to get him out of there when he did tune it up a little bit to try and, and get him out of there. He didn't uh, put him away whenever he wanted to. And I don't think all of that just puts on Floyd's age. I think this is just science. I think you're going in there with a guy who has got a lot of weight on you, got a lot of size on you, is uh, has, hasn't taken a lot of shots, is young, and... Uh, you know, was able to uh, was able to withstand whatever little storm that you gave him. He clearly, I, I'll give Logan this. He clearly was not swallowed up by the stage at all. Um, that that he 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 held forth really really well. And yeah, I just think from Floyd's perspective, I think you can even see in himself. Like he was talking about age a lot. He talked a lot about in the post fight about you know how his body was feeling and that he just doesn't feel the same. And the other thing that really stood out to me with Floyd is. He was talking all week about the idea that he was going to do more of these exhibitions, that he could just keep doing it, keep doing it. And he tempered a lot of that talk in the aftermath. Now, maybe that's just Floyd not wanting to keep getting questions about it. But I actually I, I tend to lean towards I think he's I think he's finally at the point where he's like, you know what? I don't need to do this anymore. Um, 
this is kind of his last heist, if you will, his last legal bank robbery, as he uh, hilariously puts it. And that uh, I don't think there's anything left for him to do because I really don't know what else there. I mean, you could say it's the Jake Paul fight, I guess, but um, I th- I don't even know. I, I don't even know if like that if that does as big as it does, especially you know one of the things with uh, with Jake and I actually thought it was probably a misstep from him from a master promoter standpoint because he likes to get everybody pissed off at him, but he's pumped for his brother saying 15-1. Like, the move there is I'm going to go and I'm going to give the guy his first loss. That's the move I would have been. But, you know, uh, he's just going through that as a, as an honest troll's eyes. So, you know, for everybody, I guess the bigger thing that I want to make a point of in this recap, more so than the fight, because I don't really feel like there's a lot of technical stuff to go for. You know, all the people who are like, oh, look, Floyd knocked him out and he held him up with your three-second Twitter clips and all that type of stuff. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. I think, he, you know, I think there were moments for Floyd, but I think that there's a risk-reward thing. He's always, always, always. This is the one thing that that never changes with Floyd is that he's always, always, always super calculated. And I do think that Logan Paul, big brute that he is, if Floyd on a, you know, on a night where it's rain and slippery canvas, something – you cannot withstand the humiliation of losing to a YouTuber. You can't. You can't. You can't be the guy who loses like that. And you know we haven't really seen. We've seen Floyd that coming forward style where he turtles up and and he's he's ready to to kind of unleash some hooks on him. Didn't throw a lot of jabs in this fight. Um, and in the Connor fight, I just thought that he got to a point where he knew Connor couldn't hurt him. They were the same weight. Connor was Connor had no steam, no mustard on his shots. There was no danger. And so Floyd just kept coming forward and kept coming forward. I do think when you have a guy that that's as big as Logan Paul, um, there's always an inherent danger. What if he gets lucky on one? What if it's the Brian Maxwell Chatter Josinka where Brian Maxwell just swings out of his shoes and Floyd just doesn't have to be looking? Bang! It's it's done, and you're on and you're on the canvas. So while it's unsatisfying the ending to Floyd, it's definitely the better uh, the better result in comparison to losing to uh to logan paul and you know i don't think it takes away from his legacy i saw some stupid things about that like this ruins his credibility if you thought that floyd mayweather had the same credibility of 44 years old that's a you problem i mean that's 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 on you for thinking that you're going to get the same guy that you know if you if you want to relate this to professional wrestling that you think that Hulk Hogan can come out and do the same moves that he did when he was doing WrestleMania three. It's just not, it's not the same thing anymore. You know, you're watching a guy go in there and, 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 you know, come in with the cool outfits and do a shoulder roll or, or, or do his, uh, you know, his, uh, his, his patented moves or any of that type of stuff, but it's not the same guy. It's not the same Floyd money Mayweather as much as he wants to say it is. And I think that he knew that afterwards, that, I think from Floyd's perspective, I, I saw a guy, body language-wise, that I thought was a little bit disappointed in himself. Um, and that's okay. You know, he's a perfectionist. I think that he thought that uh, he got in there with an absolute novice and that he was going to be able to do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted, and he wasn't. Uh, he did he, – he, he was now, look, the novice didn't do anything to him other than hold him. He didn't touch him, maybe a couple shots here and there. He didn't do anything to him. So there's no, there was not a, oh, there's not an, oh, there's not, there were none of those moments. Even McGregor had one of those with the uppercut. Like, um, but I think the disappointment was people were like, ah, yeah, Floyd, you should have, you should have gotten him out of there. And, 
and uh, and he didn't. And I think that he, I think he, I think he dearly wanted to. I, th- I really do think he wanted to. I don't think that these people were like, oh, if it would have went longer, it's better for the Patriots. Like, no, no, that's not how it worked. Like once the once these guys step in the ring and the bell rings, as long as they are putting forth a competitive spirit, they're gonna get their purses afterwards. It's not other than the guy who like the bell rang, he stepped into the ring and then walked out. Um, that's that there's no carry. There's no, it has to be held longer. Any of that stuff. No. Um, so as far as, as far as the, this whole phenomenon with the YouTubers, uh, continuing to fight, I don't know if it's going away. I don't know what the next move is for Logan. Um, you know, I know he tried to pitch the rematch there. I don't think people are going to be into that. I think that, uh, you know, I know he's teased MMA. I think that'd be kind of a, a fun move for him to, to try and branch over into another uh, another sport because there's really nothing in boxing unless he can convince Canelo who hates this like poison unless he can convince Canelo to do it I really don't know what is uh, what 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 else is on the tail for Logan in a weird way his brother's doing the kind of the slow build up you know which is gonna lead to a lot more fights I don't know where uh, where Logan Paul goes from here because in a lot of people's minds they've watched him box twice and he's Owen too. But uh, but he does deserve some credit because I, I certainly thought that especially watching him work out on um uh what, what was it Wednesday I was down in Miami Beach watching him work out and I was like man this dude looks like he's gonna be tired in the middle of this fight and it looked like that was going to happen uh, but he weathered the storm and he was able to get through and he was able to showboat a little bit in the last round and uh, you know good for him good good for him for getting that. Um, to the people who say like this ruins boxing and this is a black eye for the sport heard a lot of that on like the national radio platforms because I had a long drive home and I just think that's you know that's that's a thing that people who don't follow boxing and don't care about boxing say uh about us I'll give you a perfect example I do this all the time with soccer where I'm trying to get into soccer uh, I really wanted to get into MLS and, and, and our soccer team down here in Miami. And I know I know for the soccer pundits who are watching this too, I know MLS sucks. I'm just usually a guy who needs a local tie, something. I, I can't root for a team in Europe quite yet. It's just not my style. I'm trying. But um, but I'm coming with the pig-headed, uh, nobody scores. I don't get it. I don't get Premier League, Champions League, uh, Man City, Man United, all these Manchesters. Chester the Rabbit, all these people. I don't know who these people are. Leicester City, Man City, Blue Moon, Red Devils, all these types of things. Chelsea, I, I you know, I, I can name, you know, some teams, but I don't know what any of it means. I don't. And I know that uh, I'm always surprised by soccer rules. And I think that when I listen to some of these people talk about boxing, that's that's how it probably feels. It probably feels like a soccer nut listening to me try and wax poetic on the beautiful game because when it comes to the sweet science people saying it's dead i honestly think that yeah boxing has its problems um some of it you know could you say is is floyd inspired yeah i mean you can a lot of guys really valuing I, I, he puts such a value on making himself the a side making himself undefeated all those types of things i do think there are a lot of young boxers that come up with that uh, but in a lot of ways, Floyd had good lessons for them, too, because, you know, these promoters will 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 cut you cold and and you need to have yourself put above that. But it hasn't necessarily led to uh, the best competition on some levels either. But I honestly think that in a lot of ways, some of the boxing talent 
is is as good as it's been in a long time. A long time. I think that there's a lot of guys in many, many weight classes that I like to tune into every single night. I still think that there are, you know, there are a ton of big fights to make it lightweight. Uh, welterweight as a monster with Manny and, and Errol Spence. If Errol and Terrence could ever get their bleep together, that'd be a monster fight. The heavyweight, the heavyweight's you know been a live picture now for about five years. Ever since Vladimir Klitschko lost the belt, um, there's been a lot of interest and a lot of a lot of things going on there. So, yeah, I, I don't think this is a uh, I don't think this is an indictment on on boxing. I think it's if it's anything, it's a it's just a reflection on what we are interested in now as a society and i i say this about the paul brothers and one of the things that's you you really haven't been able to uh look away from is that they're just so good at getting their fan base revved up and they're so good at getting people to hate them and they're honestly so good at producing stuff that i think it also makes some people believe in them too and in a lot of ways uh, that causes, you know, that, that they're such great self promoters, that part of it lends itself to fighting. They have trained very hard and gotten themselves in good physical shape that um, they, they do look a part in this. And then um, from Jake's standpoint, Jake has, you know, say what you want about his competition, but, but Jake has put through some viral, viral moments, especially in his last two fights um, to make himself, continue to have an audience wanting to come there and ask what's next for him what's next for him logan i mean not so much i mean logan is is you know his fight against ksi and his fight against floyd mayweather he doesn't really have he doesn't have the moments that his brother has um so i I, that's why i don't i don't know if there's much as much of a future for this but there's still this isn't going to deter me. What happened tonight is not going to deter me from what happens in a couple of weeks when Teofimo Lopez steps into the into the ring, or what's going to happen in August when it is Errol Spence stepping in there against Manny Pacquiao, or when Tyson fights Deontay Wilder, or when Tyson Fury fights Anthony Joshua, or Canelo fights Caleb Plant, or any of these big title fights, Josh Taylor versus Terrence Crawford, any of these big fights that are going to be coming up, it's not going to deter me because I watched you know, Floyd Mayweather Jr. go eight rounds with Logan Paul, even if uh, Floyd, I think, could be slightly disappointed in his performance um, in the fact that he didn't do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted against a guy much bigger than him. But I'm sure, as it always is with him, is that he knows that he's a guy that people a lot of the times come away from his performances wanting more, wanting to see more. And he uses that as fuel for you to watch him the next time. And that's what's been filling his pockets for a long, long time is that a lot of the times people root for him to lose or get frustrated by his style and are always looking for the answer and are always looking for this. This was a little bit different because I do feel like most of the sporting fans were rooting for him. um, And they came away disappointed probably because he didn't knock logan paul out um but he's used to that he's been he's been dealing with people not liking the way he goes about his business for a long long time uh i think the only difference with this one being is that uh he truly seemed like a guy tonight who's just like i don't think i should physically be doing this anymore and i thought it was the most you know the the most human side we've seen of them in the in the entire lead up to this thing but uh 
look, man, we got tons of fights to look forward to. Plenty of uh, plenty of great action to look forward to. I just wanted to get some uh, some thoughts out there on on this night. Uh, as far as the other fights on the card, like you know, Badu Jack doing work against Kalina was just holding him left and right. My guy Stacy McKinley was ripping uh, his fighter a new one. I was dying laughing at that. But Badu Jack did what he was supposed to do against the guy who took the fight on five days' notice and really wasn't there to fight. Uh, fight of the night was definitely Lewis Arias versus. Uh, Jared Swift and 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 most of that was the thunder that was brought from Arius who just went at him like a complete pit bull uh relentless he was another guy he looked like maybe he was gonna gas himself out and found that second storm and really weathered it and I thought definitely got the decision I was you know confused by some of the people that thought uh that thought Swift deserved it I thought Swift was a pretty lackluster in this fight I thought that he looked like a guy that you know, really wasn't in a lot of danger. He had a couple of ooh moments where you were like, oh, maybe he's really wobbled there. But I think he went a little too, you know, relaxed into this, thinking that there was going to be a moment where I was going to be able to knock out Louis Harrison. He just, he didn't feel like he, he didn't feel like he put the work in uh, enough from a punch output standpoint. And then my, you know, Chad Ochocinco going four rounds with Brian Maxwell. He ends up getting, tasting the canvas in the fourth round. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I mean, like, it, it's impossible for me not to, you know, it's four two-minute rounds, and in one of them he ends up uh, getting sent halfway across the ring. Um, but, you know, props to Chad for getting in there and doing it, and uh, props to Maxwell for, uh, I, I mean, really, you know, I think having the moment of the fight, clearly. But, uh, yeah, man, that's our recap of last night. We got plenty more to get to as a lot of fights are coming down here to South Florida, and we'll talk to you guys next time. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.